You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. The most challenging time for overeating or emotional eating is hands down the end of the day. If you ask most smart, busy women the time of day when their eating falls apart, it is either at the end of the workday or after dinner or at night right before bed. And this is so frustrating when you have worked all day to, you know, color inside the lines, to eat the way you wanted to eat, you've made your plans, and then at the end of the day, all your good intentions seem like they disintegrate. If you've been there, you probably know that there are some very good reasons why end of the day overeating or even binging at the end of the day before you go to bed is so common. It's the end. And by the end, whether your end is after work or after the kids go to bed or after you get the work done, so many of your resources are all used up. If you struggle with overeating at the end of the day, you are by far not alone. So I want to start by talking about why this is so common. Why is overeating at the end of the day such a common thing? And by the way, I just want to underline that it is so common. And yet for many women, smart, high achieving women, this feels like a deep, dark, lonely secret. You are not alone if this is something that you struggle with. Think about it. Traditional approaches, not my approach, but traditional approaches to ending overeating are based on willpower. By the end of the day, you've used up your energy. You've used up your discipline and your willpower. You might also be low on fuel, right? You may not have eaten enough earlier in the day. Maybe you're over hungry. Your day might be packed with the demands of others and your needs, your needs, your own needs haven't received a lot of attention. Maybe you'd like to put your feet up, but there's still a lot to do or a lot to think about. Your mind is racing. Maybe it's hard to relax and unwind. Maybe you've been going, going, going all day and the end of the day feels like your only chance to do something, to do something nice for yourself. Maybe you've already had a big day, but there's still more to do. And you would just like to zone out for a bit and chocolate or ice cream or those leftovers fill in the gaps. And then there are some reasons that aren't helpful or aren't even reasons, really. If you're frustrated with yourself about overeating at the end of the day, again, you're not alone. But please understand that spending time blaming yourself isn't helpful. It probably isn't accurate, and it might even contribute to the cycle, and it might even be making overeating worse. If the reasons that you come up with for your overeating at night involve a negative label, labels like I'm just lazy or weak or undisciplined, I'm going to challenge you to take that label and consider why you might be feeling whatever that label is telling you you are. Why are you feeling that way? So for instance, if you believe you're overeating at night because you're simply undisciplined and lacking in willpower, please consider why this might be the case. What might explain that lack of willpower and discipline at that particular time of day? Change doesn't grow out of negative judgment. 
I'm going to say that again. Change does not grow out of negative judgment. It emerges with curiosity and with compassion. So you're going to want to take a closer look at your end of the day overeating patterns so that you can learn more about them without judgment, but with curiosity and compassion. Here's what I want you to do. I really want you to take a look and and get some ideas about what's going on. So for instance, when does your overeating begin? I've got that in quotation marks. I want you to be detailed here. Think carefully. What is the real beginning of this overeating? When does the overeating happen? Like what specific hours of the day? And again, your end could be the end of the workday or late afternoon. Maybe it starts before dinner. Maybe it's not till after dinner or after others have gone to bed. When does your overeating begin? And then I want you to think about, do you plan for it? Do you anticipate it? Do you buy certain foods in advance? Do you look forward to it or do you dread it? Does that urge to overeat at night, does it build slowly or does it feel like it comes out of nowhere? Are you aware of it while it's happening? Are you aware, oh, here I am overeating at night? Or does it feel like that you are just on autopilot and you kind of catch it later? What do you know? This is another important question. What do you know about your hunger level before this overeating at the end of the day? Where are you hunger-wise when it starts? Are you starving? Are you so hungry and maybe hangry or irritable? Or are you not hungry? Are you already very full? Take a look at what your energy level is before the overeating happens. Are you exhausted? Are you dragging? Are you full of zest? Are you feeling kind of hyper? Is your brain tired? Do you feel like you're in a slump? Do you feel kind of numb? What do you know about your energy level? And what's your mood like? These are all things to start painting a picture of and getting really clear on. Okay. And while we're doing this, I want to talk about sleep. If you are someone who struggles with any kind of overeating at night, this is really important. How much sleep do you generally get? Now, why do I ask? I ask because lack of sleep is a huge contributor to overeating. If you're overeating at the end of the day and you're not getting seven and a half quality hours of sleep a night, making this happen is going to be your first assignment always, and it will make a difference. All right. So ask yourself these questions. What's going on? What's going on in your body? How are you feeling? Your energy, your mood, your, you know, your exhaustion level. Be curious about anything else that you know about that overeating at the end of the day. Be curious. This is also a really good place to consider your results from the hidden hungers quiz the quiz that'll tell you the reasons that you are reaching for food, right? If you haven't taken it yet, I'm going to put the link in the comments, but it will help you identify more about these reasons that you're overeating. And you really want to create a full picture because what you want to do to stop overeating at night is start with a really clear picture of what is going on and why it's going on. Okay. So as you go through these steps, you're going to get the details about your overeating patterns. And once you do that, the next step is going to be to decide on your goal. What do you want instead of overeating at night? Now, I realize that may sound like a no brainer, but before you say that the result you want is not overeating, I want you to consider what you really want. I'm guessing what you really want is to not want to overeat 
or to not consider overeating or to not be tempted to overeat, right? Which is really different from I will not overeat. But what does this look like for you? Now, don't panic. If you're like most women who struggle with this issue, you probably have a clearer picture of what you don't want to do than of what you do want to create. It's normal. It's how our brains work. It's how we tend to think. All right. So we're going to work with that. I want to tell you about something that I call willpower. Will is in capital letters, and it is not the willpower that you're thinking of. Will is an acronym, and you can use it to have power over overeating at night, okay? So will stands for what it looks like. And getting clear on will is an essential piece of solving this overeating at night puzzle that you got going on. So if you don't wanna be somebody who overeats at the end of the day, then you need to have a clear idea of what you do wanna do with that same period of time. This vision of what you do want to do or what you or who you do want to be, it has to it has to fit with with you and your life and your energy, all right? So here's what I mean. I hear this all the time. This is a mistake that gets made so frequently. It is very tempting to create a what it looks like, what I want it to look like vision that sounds good, but that doesn't really fit with what you want. So for instance, as an example, let's look at uh, someone who's a nurse who works 12-hour shifts, and she tends to overeat in the evenings at the end of these shifts. Say she creates this what-it-looks-like vision of her ideal evening, and she says, well, okay, my ideal world, I come home, I'm full of energy, I uh, do do the stuff that needs to get done. I put my energy into cleaning out closets instead of just sitting in front of the TV, numbing out and eating. You probably already know the problem with this will vision, right? Although I won't be surprised if you do it too, because we all do it. This will vision sounds good, but it wouldn't feel good right? This nurse who's working 12-hour shifts, her reality is that she's just worked a long day and she's tired. And she does not have this superhuman energy. She does probably not have the desire to clean out her closets. She needs something soothing and easy, which is why eating in front of the TV has become her habit. Your will vision needs to be a match for what you need and where you are in terms of energy and in terms of your mental and emotional bandwidth that you have during this period of the day. Does that make sense? So once you map out a picture of what's going on as well as you can with overeating at night, your next job is to start crafting your version, your vision of what it looks like, what you want your end of day to look like, an end of day that unfolds without overeating. All right. You're going to hear me say this a couple of times. Crafting your will vision, your what it looks like vision is a process. It's something that evolves over time. And often through trying these new things for coming up with a vision and experimenting, you're going to figure out whether they fit or whether there's something that will work better. All right. Since you're breaking a cycle that's familiar, it's likely that you have a much clearer vision of what you don't want to do than of what you do want to do. This is normal. There is nothing wrong with you that you don't immediately have this vision of how you want this to go. 
In fact, you may never have thought about what this time of day would look like if either food wasn't involved or if you weren't being some perfect, unrealistic version of yourself. You know, the person who comes home from a 12-hour day with a ton of energy and is ready to jump on the treadmill or clean out the closets or, you know, clean the bathrooms. So take a deep breath. I want you to start by creating a very rough sketch of what your what it looks like vision is at the end of the day. Start with that time of day that your overeating is happening. Consider what you already know about how you're feeling physically, emotionally, energy wise. Start with what you know about what you need or crave during this time that isn't food, right? Is it comfort? Is it reward? Is it some quiet time? What would it look like? Start to get some ideas about what it would look like to take food out of the equation. Give yourself some space to do this. Brainstorm, make lists, do some free writing of whatever comes to mind. Here's an extra tip. If you get completely stuck, ask yourself the opposite question. If you wanted to guarantee that you spent your evening overeating, If this was destined to happen, if that was your mission, what would you do to make it so? How could you sabotage yourself, right, to just completely overeat in the evening? Take this answer and then see if there's anything here that would help you form the opposite vision, one where food and overeating just aren't that important, right? So this is something that, this is a question that I use a lot. So let's go back to the example of the woman who works the 12-hour shifts, who I'm going to call Kate, even though that's not her real name. But she worked on this overeating in the evening issue in the Missing Peace program. Her first, remember, her first inclination was to come up with a plan to clean out her closets, but she got realistic about what was going on and how she was feeling. And as she tuned into what her energy level was and where she was in terms of what she wanted and what she needed, this is the will vision, the what it looks like vision that she came up with. And I'm just going to read it to you. I'm tired when I end my shift at the hospital. So on my way home, I make an effort to let go of my workday. I play my favorite music. Sometimes I sing out loud. Sometimes I listen to something relaxing. I make sure to eat some almonds before I've left work so I'm not starving like I used to be after a long, difficult shift. When I get home, I no longer go right to the kitchen like I used to do. I take 15 minutes to transition into being home. I change my clothes, wash my face, put on the hand lotion that I love the smell of. I give my brain and my body a chance to relax. I make a cup of tea or I get a glass of ice water and I sit on the deck or at the kitchen table. Sometimes I read a novel for a few minutes. My family knows now that they get a better version of me if I take some time for myself before diving into the next phase of my day. I keep my expectations for myself to a minimum on these long work days. It's okay to be tired. Instead of trying to get everything done before bed, after dinner, I keep it simple now. Taking the pressure off and giving myself some time to unwind makes all the difference. After dinner, it's about being with family, winding down, and getting ready ready for bed. It's rest time, not chore time. My treat is real permission, real permission to put my feet up and to watch a favorite TV show and to go to bed early. I have come to love a good night's sleep. Now, remember, 
creating your own what it looks like vision, your own will vision is a process. This, this was not something that came automatically to Kate. What I shared with you is the routine that worked for her, that came about through trial and error, but was the routine that helped her lose her night eating habit. Okay, so yours is going to be a process, and I want you to consider this first run through a rough draft. Take some time just to think about the will vision you want to experiment with instead of overeating at the end of the day, whatever that end of day time is for you. Consider it a rough draft. And then as you do that, be sure you go back and double check and make sure your vision matches your energy levels and matches the things that you are craving or needing or wanting at that time of day. Don't be falsely optimistic or positive with yourself. Look for obstacles or things that might interfere with your plan and see if there are workarounds that you can come up with. But above all, just remember that you're creating a rough draft. You are starting to figure out a path that's going to work for you in the long run better than overeating at night. Right now, it's a rough draft. It doesn't need to be perfect. Also, if you're overeating at the end of the day, it is not only a habit. To a part of your brain, it probably seems like your very best option for getting your needs met. One of the things we really work on in your missing piece is tackling these things one step at a time, and that means changing the habits and also changing your thoughts and your beliefs. So right now, there might be a big gap between your current pattern in the evening and that what it looks like, that vision that you have of what you want it to look like. You might be thinking thoughts that make changing your current pattern feel impossible. Things like, I'm just not a good sleeper. There's no way I'm going to be able to go to bed earlier and get better sleep. Or there's no way I can get my needs met. Or thoughts like, if I don't do this work before bed, it will never get done. Or my family won't understand if I take time for taking care of me. Or I feel guilty if I take time for myself when I haven't cleaned the kitchen. These thoughts are getting in your way, and you can't just snap your fingers and have them be gone, right? These are thoughts that you believe right now. So this is a place where it can be great to get help. These are the kind of things that we love to tackle in your missing piece because they are big obstacles, and you can do this. Be honest with yourself about the gap or the difference between your current pattern and your current thoughts and beliefs and what you want it to look like. It's okay that there's a gap. And instead of trying to jump that huge distance, or instead of telling yourself it is an impossible distance and just sticking with that overeating pattern that you don't like, ask yourself how you could close this gap by just a small bit. How could you make the difference between your pattern in the evening now and the pattern that you want to have? How could you make that gap one inch smaller? Pick one step to take. Ending overeating at night is possible, and these steps will help. And they will help so much more than telling yourself that the only solution is to be strong and to come up with willpower, not with the capital will, but the old-fashioned willpower that you already used up so much earlier in the day. So get clear on your patterns and then make a rough draft. Create a what-it-looks-like vision for yourself. All right, my friends, life is too short to spend it feeling frustrated with yourself because you're overeating at night. 
You've got this, and I will talk to you soon. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open, and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work-with-me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built to last. Check it all out at toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, and I'll see you inside.